U.S. Airways flights making emergency landings at Charlotte Douglas International Airport on Saturday. U.S. Airways Express Flight 5782, operated by Republic Airways, forced to make an emergency landing due to a hydraulic problem. Before that, a U.S. Air flight from New York's LaGuardia making an emergency landing after experiencing cabin pressure issues. There were no injuries reported in either incident. The attorney who led the legal battle that ended Virginia's ban on gay marriage hopes the U.S. Supreme Court has brought a close to debate on the topic. Ted Olson dismissing opponents saying the Constitution protects individual rights over majority opinion. What the justices saw was a trend, overwhelming trend, in the same direction and felt that the federal courts were handling this issue in an appropriate and proper way and decided not to weigh in. Tony Perkins, head of the Family Research Council, saying gay marriage will remain a hot-button political issue as long as it's allowed to continue. What we see here, I believe, is that the court has lit a fuse to a powder keg culturally that is going to have ramifications for years to come. Both Olson and Perkins on Fox News Sunday. I'm Ken Stevens with news on the Blaze Radio Network. Truth lives here. From the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center for this afternoon, it'll be sunny, our high 92. Overnight, it'll be clear with a low of 65. Monday, we'll kick off the week with sunshine and a high of 91. Tuesday, there's a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. It'll be mostly sunny, our high 87. I'm Rod Tanner from the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 93 degrees. Hey, I'm Don McDowell. Join me every Sunday morning, 7 and 9, for Shake, Rattle, and Troll, Arizona's only exclusive fishing show. A look at local, regional, national tournaments, recreational fishing, freshwater, saltwater, and beyond. Shake, Rattle, and Troll is brought to you by Bill Crusher Jeep and Dodge. Sunday morning, 7 and 9, right here on KFNX 1100. Learn to lead. Friday, October 10th, as three world-class speakers hand you the practical tools to improve your leadership effectiveness and positively impact every area of your life. You'll hear former Yahoo executive. Tim Sanders, national marketing expert Linda Kaplan-Thaler, and keynote speaker John C. Maxwell, a New York Times number one best-selling author recognized by Inc. Magazine as the most popular leadership expert in the world. For more info and tickets, call 602-321-7044. 602-321-7044. Welcome to this week's The Prepper Pat Show where your host, Tony Tangalus, will discuss self-reliance as a lifestyle choice and offer useful resources to help keep your family prepared for the challenges you could be facing. Okay, Preppers, we are two weeks away from Prepper Fest Expo, which is going to be October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. And it's going to be an exciting expo. We have so many things coming up for that. Hopefully you've seen some of the 40-foot digital and static freeway billboards we have all over town. And uh, we're going to be hitting the Republic card at AZ Central with some pop-ups. We're going to be getting the word out on this thing. We'd appreciate anybody listening to this radio show. Please like us on Facebook, uh, follow us on Twitter, go to PrepperFestExpo.com and help get the word out. We really want to get people to the expo and help them with a lot of the things that are plaguing society. Today we have on the phone, on the radio, is uh, Chad Huspeth with Endless Food Systems, who's been a, a guest in the past on the Prepper Patch radio show. Excuse me, Chad. Welcome to the Prepper Patch. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, we really are excited. I mean, you've been uh, one of our our strongest, most important exhibitors at the Expo. We had you as our grand prize finale gift at our last Expo in March at the Arizona State Fairgrounds. You gave away a huge, uh, ginormous aquaponics system with growing beds, uh, wicking beds, fish tanks, 
installation, labor, tax, dealer prep, license, and options. <laughs> and I understand uh, you guys are coming back and giving us a, another similar system at this expo. Yeah, this one's actually going to be our uh, new design. We have a, a brand-new lineup that we're just about to launch. In fact, uh, Prepper Fest is going to be the first time that anybody has really seen our new system, so we're really excited to show it to everybody. Well, we're really excited of the strong alliance you have with us. And, you know, aquaponics is probably the hottest ticket in prepping right now. Uh, you know, the ability, and for people that uh, aren't familiar with aquaponics, Chad's going to give you a little Reader's Digest uh, thumbnail sketch of that on the show. By the way, we have two guests on the show today. Chad with Emma's Food Systems is going to be with us from uh, 2 to 2.30. And then we have Jonathan Payton, who's going to be talking about Prop 122 and why we need to vote uh, to approve Prop 122, which will severely restrict federal powers in the state <coughs> and their ability to use things. So let's continue with Chad here. Chad, why don't you give our listeners, for those that aren't familiar, a brief thumbnail description of what an aquaponics system is. Yeah, it's uh, it's the combination of two worlds, basically aquaculture where people are growing fish in a tank and hydroponics, which is a way uh, to grow food in a soilless environment where it's just the plants are growing directly in water or in rocks. We have a problem with both of those in, in uh, aquaculture growing fish. The fish pollute the water with their, their waste. And so about probably uh, once a week, you have to exchange 20 to 50% of the water out and dump that water down into the waterways and things. And it's the exact same problem with hydroponics. You have to dump that water out uh, because it becomes polluted. Well, with aquaponics, we actually combine those two together. So we have fish. They live in a tank. They're producing ammonia through their gills and their waste. We pump that uh, waste water up in through a gravel bed and there's plants growing in there, vegetable plants. Those plants use all that waste as a food and purify the water so that the water is then uh, returned back to the fish tank clean. And so we have this perpetual little micro-ecosystem where we can grow fish to eat, we can grow plants to eat, but we don't have any uh, of the negative impacts that the other two growing systems have. It's a fish-powered garden, and this thing is hot. Heather Rao won our our uh, last prize. She's up in Sholo, and uh, she was just uh, she was beaming with joy when I called her name out on Sunday afternoon at four o'clock at the close of the expo. And somebody somebody will be beaming with joy uh, this uh, two weeks from this coming Sunday uh, when they get to have the opportunity to win this uh, this new system that you've sculpted. Now the older systems I, re- I recall were were a lot more expensive, and you've been able to uh, through economies of scale and uh, buying power to really put this thing together at a, at a pretty affordable price now. Tell our listeners a little bit about, about what they get and, and what the price point is on this system, Chad. Yeah, what we do, we're really, really excited. Uh, we've been working on this for months and months and months and have been able to uh, make a lot of changes for the, for the better. And it's just worked out that we've been able to figure out some ways to cut the, the manufacturing costs and such a significant way that we can lower the retail price. So they're going to be more affordable for people. Um, you know, it just depends on the size system that a person wants. If you want to produce, you know, uh, just, you know, maybe a couple of pounds of vegetables a week, or if you want to produce, you know, several pounds of vegetables a day, that would determine the size system. Um, and a lot of people ask us this question a lot, you know, well, how, 
how big of a system do I need to, to feed my whole family? Well, that depends a lot, of course, on the size of your family and how much you like to eat. But uh, I would think that most people could see a, a pretty good impact on their food bill in about a, a, say a 12-foot by 20-foot area. So if you had a space in your backyard or even a spare bedroom, you could produce a lot of food in you know a 12 by 20 area. And a system that size, uh, they're going to range anywhere from about $1,500 on the low side up to $7,000 for our largest systems. And that's going to produce a lot of food for people. Yeah, this is exciting. I, you know, I need to get one of these systems in my home. Uh, I've got, uh, I've had Nick Klein over here with Hostile Hair. He's got me a rabbit cage to produce rabbits. I've got a chicken coop. I actually bought a home that had a functioning chicken coop. And, uh, I had it, I've had at times over 50 chickens in here, which I, I learned quite quickly, uh, eat you out of house and home and also produce more eggs than you could ever sell to all your neighbors and give away. I mean, I, I literally couldn't give them away fast enough. But ne- the next thing we need to get over here, Chad, is uh, one of your aquaponics systems. And so I can be, uh, growing my own groceries and, uh, fish powered garden. It's just That's fantastic stuff. It's yeah, just fantastic. Yeah, it's just fantastic stuff. I mean, it's one of the hottest things in uh, the self-reliance movement. Share, share with our listeners a little bit about what kind of uh, fish production you can get out of these things. Um, and what's what's the is it tilapia the, the most uh, uh, popular fish that people put in these aquaponic systems? It is tilapia, <clears throat> especially for this area and anywhere in the south, kind of where it's hot. So you know, Texas, Florida, any of the warm southern states. Tilapia is a, a fish that likes the hot water, and so our summers really just don't affect them. The water temperature is uh, is perfect for, for tilapia. They're a really tough fish, too. They don't get diseases. They eat just about anything. They, they grow really fast. But it doesn't matter a whole lot of what kind of fish you put in there because we're just after their waste uh, to grow the plants with. And a lot of people, they, they look at aquaponics and they think, well, it's all about fish production, but... Uh, really, that's only about a tenth of it. For every pound of fish that you grow, uh, you're going to be growing about 10 to 12 pounds of vegetables. So it's it's more of a vegetable garden than it is uh, fish production, although uh, most of our systems are going to give you 50 to between probably 50 and 80 pounds of fish per year. And so you could harvest, uh, you know, a one-pound fish every week uh, fairly uh, reliably. Is aquaponics uh, more efficient than a regular uh, soil garden? You know, it, it really is, uh, and that's what it's, it's all about. It's about maximizing square footage. Um, not so much in Phoenix for for uh, a greenhouse, but, you know, up north in the, the colder climates where people have to have a greenhouse, it's very expensive, you know, to heat and cool the spaces and um, make it a, a, a good growing environment. But uh, on a per-square-foot basis, the aquaponic system is going to produce uh, probably around, I'd say, between five and eight times uh, per square foot what a soil garden would do. And one of the reasons for that is because it's your plants are constantly being watered. So 24-7, they have water available to them. Uh, 24-7, they have the perfect nutrition, uh, nutrient or nutrition available Two minutes, to them. two minutes. They just grow really fast. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, we're coming up on our, our first break in a few minutes here. Um, how much power does an aquaponics system use? I, some of our listeners might be concerned about uh, 
you know, the power bill for that pump uh, eating up a lot of the cost of the savings that you have by producing your own food. Yeah, that's a, a, a main question we get a lot as well. Very, very small amount of power, and you can actually power these off of a solar panel if you wanted to, uh, but as far as electricity, it's pulling about 50 watts. So you can kind of imagine, you know, a 60-watt light bulb, uh, what that would cost you to run per month is maybe four or five bucks. So, um, you know, the power consumption is extremely small. The solar, you know, for an off-grid application, solar is a great way to go, but it is fairly expensive, you know, to uh, buy all the stuff you need up front. Uh, and you, you would eventually get your money back, but it takes a long time, you know, for it to pay for itself. Well, Chad, I'm really excited that you're going to be at our next expo again with uh, our grand prize. Uh, again, we really, really appreciate you donating this massive aquaponics system, which is uh, really just a godsend for people that uh, are looking to become a little more self-reliant. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Chad Hudspeth and Endless Food Systems. And one of you listeners out there is going to be the lucky winner come Sunday of a free full soup to nuts installed in your home, tax, title, license, everything, full-blown aquaponics systems. We'll be right back with Chad Hudspeth at Endless Food Systems. Their website is endlessfoodsystems.com. You're listening to The Prepper Patch on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Please stay with us as we will continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. American Ready Gear provides serious outdoorsmen the tools to survive. They offer waterproof fire starter chips that provide more than six minutes of steady and reliable flame, even in the wettest of conditions. Or use the fire starters for fuel in their solid steel handheld backpacking camp stove to boil water or heat individual meals. American Ready Gear products are proudly made in the USA. You can find them at AmericanReadyGear.com and on Amazon. American Ready Gear, are you ready? We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. Order the Berkey Light System today. Call the Berkey Guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at GoBerkey.com. That's GoBerkey.com today. Do you want to know the truth about buying gold? Research your precious metals investments today. Read How to Buy the Right Gold and the Dangers of Buying Gold at CMIGS.com. CMIGS was founded in 1973 by my father, Bill Haynes, a pioneer in the precious metals industry. CMI Gold and Silver offers 35 years of experience and insight to help you choose the right precious metals investment for you. We buy, sell, and trade. Research your gold and silver investment today at CMIGS.com. Looking to improve your Prepper radio capabilities? Get a powerful 5-watt VHF UHF handheld radio with a lithium-ion battery belt clip and antenna for just $69. Mention Ham Radio and get our amateur radio internet training course for just $22.50. Remember, when cell phone towers are down, Ham Radio still works. RF Gear to Go, your Arizona radio communication source. Call toll-free 1-866-448-4327. That's 1-866-448-4327. 
Mountain Tool is Arizona's discount tool distributor. In addition to power tools, they sell tools for everyday life, such as Revereware, Chicago Cutlery, and Wise Emergency Foods. Great gifts for the holidays. They carry toys and many household items, including heaters, humidifiers, and roasters. Visit HeltonTool.com for all your everyday needs and holiday gifts. Find your next great deal at Helton Tool. That's HeltonTool.com. The tragedy of Hurricane Katrina and the FEMA debacle that followed confirms that your family must be self-reliant. Premier Tactical is your all-inclusive source for preparedness supplies, firearms, emergency medical kits, portable solar, and long-term storage food. In today's unstable world, you must be prepared for emergencies and natural disasters. Get equipped today at PremierTactical.com. For personal attention, call 602-828-5554. That's 602-828-5554. Log on and listen live. 1100kfnx.com. Welcome back to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX with your host, Tony Tangalos. Today, Tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. All right, we're back with Chad Hutspeth, Endless Food Systems. Chad's uh, going to be at Prepper Fest Expo, and Endless Food Systems makes aquaponics systems, which is one of the most popular cutting-edge items in the prepper world. Uh, Chad gave away a huge system at our last expo. He's giving away a huge system at our upcoming expo, which is Saturday and Sunday, October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. He, we will be giving this away at 4 o'clock on Sunday. And one of our listeners, one of our attendees, will be walking away with a free, full-blown soup-to-nuts aquaponics system. We covered the system uh, a little bit in, in the last segment. Chad, why don't you go a little more in depth on, on some of the features and benefits of this new design that that are gonna uh, people are gonna be able to enjoy? Yeah, absolutely. We're really excited about uh, some of the new stuff. All of our new tanks are going to be insulated, and so this just helps to maintain your temperature uh, consistently. And so that's just a, a standard uh, you know option that that comes with every system now. Be insulated tanks. We also have a uh, couple of filtration systems in there and what this does is it's one aquaponics is a a very very simple way to grow it's probably the simplest thing that i know of you know to grow all of your own food but one of the the more difficult tasks is to balance your fish and your plants and so what we've kind of seen over the last two years of people using our systems is sometimes people they get uh, really fired up about the fish and they just max out you know how much fish they can produce, but they only have a few plants in the system. Well, over a long period of time, this can cause some problems. It's uh, what we call overdriving the beds or overdriving the filters. And so we've uh, uh, designed a new filtration system that goes in here. It's really, really simple to maintain, and it prevents that from happening. And so that's going to come standard on all of our kits from now on. a couple of other things we've done is just uh, some cosmetic things that you can see. If you come to the show, you'll be able to see these new uh, systems. And we've got a couple of new colors that we're, we're going to have. And just the, the overall um, way that we've been able to put these new systems together is drop the cost down, uh, making it a lot more affordable for people. And honestly, you know, if a person manages their system at all, uh, they're going to probably get their money back in close to a year. So, you know, if a person was to purchase one of our kits and the amount of money it's going to save them from going to the store,
store, they'd get that back close to within a year. And, Chad, I want to tie in what you're doing with some of the other radio shows we had. Last week we had a guy named John Osipinski, who's more commonly known as Lymph Man, and this guy has been a hero to me. Uh, I was passionately speaking last Sunday about how this guy got me really monitoring and regulating my pH levels, my uh, acid-alkaline balance. And I was so acidic, I was basically, my body was a toxic waste dump. I had cellular, uh, you know, waste just all over my body. This stuff was backing up. My lymphatic system was shut down, and it was just causing me all sorts of problems, insomnia, constipation, mental uh, lack of clarity, fatigue. Uh, I had such pain in my joints, elbows, and knees that I couldn't even exercise. I had to give up riding my bicycle, which, which for me is like uh, a crack addict giving up crack. I mean, it was just it was horrible. And, and one of the things he really stresses, which ties into what you're doing, Chad, is, is to uh, eat more vegetables, eat healthier, eat organic. I mean, what better way to know what you're eating than to grow it yourself in the, in the, in the comfort and privacy of your own estate or property? with an endless food systems, aquaponics system, where you can grow, you know, kale or spinach or, or whatever you want to grow and, uh, and know that it's just as good as can be. It's as nature and God intended it. Um, just fantastic stuff that you're doing. Exactly uh, right. And, you know, on the health side of things, that's probably one of the biggest reasons people buy our kits. Of course, the, the prepper community is, is a big market for us. A lot of people buy these because they want to be self-sufficient with their food. But then the next biggest uh, market is really people that are looking for a way to become and stay healthy. You know, they, when you grow your own food, you can be assured that it's not a GMO product. You can make That's sure right. there's no pesticides on it. And so you can eat very, very clean. Yeah, pesticides and herbicides. I mean, we've gone at length. Regular listeners of the show know how passionate we are about advocating uh, for GMO labeling and how the GMOs, the genetically modified organisms, are, are likely, in my mind, I, I've said it again and again, that I believe that the GMO Holocaust will make the Nazi Holocaust pale in comparison in terms of the carnage, uh, just nationally, if not globally, that it's going to cause um, with autism, diabetes, celiac disease, Crohn's disease, obesity, you name it. Virtually everything has spiked at the same time that Monsanto released genetically modified organisms in 1996. You look at the growth curves, all these illnesses, and they all they all mirror a spiking uh, right when that those Monsanto things got introduced. And Endless Food Systems is a great way to take control, have food security and organic food security uh, that you know is healthy. You know, get away from these BT toxins and the Roundup Ready and the, and the pesticides and herbicides that Monsanto is putting in these, these crop, the, the seeds that grow these crops to, to supposedly only kill the, the bugs and pests and weeds but uh, they're widely believed to be causing all sorts of uh, healthcare illnesses in us. I mean, it just makes sense. Uh, you know, <clears throat> you don't want to be consuming these phenomenal amounts. And I and I subscribe to the Organic Consumers Association. By the way, I encourage all our listeners to become uh, members of that. It's free. Organicconsumers.org, uh, I believe, is what it is. Or Organic Consumers Association. If you Google that, you'll find it. These guys are champions about how how. The FDA is completely overran by ex-Monsanto execs, and, these, and the FDA is consistently approving greater and greater limits on how many tons and tons of poisons and BT toxins and Roundup that these <coughs> farmers can be <coughs> dumping. Excuse me, I've got a cough from a uh, trying trying to fight this cough, but how many tons and tons of, of poisons and per herbicides and pesticides 
that some of these farmers are dumping on the crops that are that are causing all sorts of health care illnesses. So I've got, you know, for me it's more about the health than it is about the uh, preparing for when the skills might hit the fan. Um, I have had such a revolutionary paradigm shift in my health over the last month by adopting this pH lifestyle, this pH balanced lifestyle that John Osipinski, lymph man, uh, has been advocating. He's going to be at our expo, by the way, in two weeks, and uh, he's going to be we're going to be giving away while supply lasts free test strips so people can instantly assess their pH levels and see if they're hyperacidic like I was. I'm kind of rambling today, but it all ties back into your health. Health and awareness of how to maintain your health and improve your health. And two of the biggest things are learning about pH balance and avoiding GMOs. And one of the beautiful things, and, and eating more vegetables. I mean, you know, from the time we were little kids, our parents were always saying, eat more vegetables. One a great way to do that is one of endless food systems, aquaponics systems, which because of the design of these systems and the fact that the fish waste are fertilizing the plants and the plants are getting water 24-7, the, the growth productivity of an endless food systems garden is five to ten times the output of a static garden in your backyard. So for a very small square footage, you can be producing just uh, copious amounts of vegetables and, and know that they're healthy and and living and eating and, and, and believing in that self-reliant, agrarian, organic, healthy lifestyle. You know, the guys like Jack LaLanne really pushed. Um, you know, he, he was selling those juicers well into his 90s, for goodness sakes. He was towing boats around uh, L.A. Harbor with his teeth well into his 70s. You know, and the guy was able to do all that and live that by, that uh, lifestyle with tremendous vitality all by eating healthy, eating healthy stuff. Well, Chad, we're just about out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners about why they should be considering an endless food systems aquaponics fish-powered garden for their, for their uh, health and lifestyle? Well, one last thought. You know, as you were just talking about all of that, uh, something came to mind, and that is uh, taste. You know, one of the things that uh, aquaponics can do, or, or, you know, of course, growing in your backyard as well, is when you grow your own vegetables that have uh, all the minerals, the trace minerals that are important for us to stay healthy, it also helps our food taste better, and it's so much more than going to the store. You know, when you go to the store and you grab a tomato uh, and you buy into it, it's just nothing at all like a tomato that's homegrown that you grew out of your backyard. It's just the taste is phenomenally better. Uh, I, I can completely, that resonates with me. I grew tomatoes when I was a kid, beef steaks. They were so fat and juicy and plumpy, we had to hang them on, on uh, steaks pounded in the ground. And those things were just delicious. And I've rarely ever had tomatoes like when we grew them. And when I go and visit my friend Peter Bigfoot at the Rebus Mountains uh, uh, School of Self-Reliance and I eat meals over there, my goodness, it tastes, it tastes like I died and gone to heaven. The, the food quality is so good. Well, Chad, we're out of time. Uh, we look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks at the Expo. Thanks so much for sharing with our listeners how they can improve their health with an endless food system fish-powered garden. Thank you, Tony. We'll see you at the show. Okay. We'll be right back with Jonathan Patton Payton about Prop 122. You're listening to The Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. Please stay with us as we will continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle.
protocol is concerning because clearly there was a breach in protocol. The director of the CDC, Dr. Tom Frieden, on the fact that a nurse in Dallas now testing positive for Ebola. We have the ability to prevent the spread of Ebola by caring safely for patients. Frieden appearing on CBS Face the Nation, the nurse contracting the Ebola virus in spite of wearing full protective gear during all sessions of care with the Dallas Ebola patient. This is part of the, how complicated it is. Former U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. John Bolton saying the Kurds might be at least partly to blame for their own problems. Inside Turkey uh, and in, throughout Europe, in fact, Kurds have been demonstrating against the Turks' indifference. Kurds perhaps provoking the Turks into not helping Bolton on justice with Judge Jeanine on Fox News. A little too much excitement for air passengers lately in these United States. The Blaze Radio's Greg Moore reports. Not one, but two U.S. Airways flights making emergency landings at Charlotte Douglas International Airport on Saturday. U.S. Airways Express Flight 5782, operated by Republic Airways, forced to make an emergency landing due to a hydraulic problem. Before that, a U.S. Air flight from New York's LaGuardia making an emergency landing after experiencing cabin pressure issues. There were no injuries reported in either incident. And just when the Japanese thought it was safe to go outside, another big storm in the Blaze Radio. Chris Vermillion. Typhoon bringing hard rain and heavy winds to the southern islands of Japan. The second severe storm to hit in a week. About 30 people reported injured as 150,000 are ordered to evacuate. The typhoon is packing winds up to 110 miles per hour. It's being downgraded from a super typhoon as it continues to pelt other parts of Japan. I'm Dave Perkins. This is news on the Blaze Radio Network. Truth lives here. From the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center for this afternoon as we wrap up the weekend, we'll have sunshine and a high of 88. It'll be clear and breezy overnight. Hollow 66 with winds to 25 miles an hour. For Columbus Day on Monday, we'll have sunshine and a high of 86 with winds to 20 miles an hour. It'll be sunny and warm on Tuesday with a high of 80. I'm Rod Tanner from the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 93 degrees. Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Prepper Fest is coming Saturday, October 25th and Sunday, October 26th at West World of Scottsdale and will feature over 60 self-reliance training classes. Get tips about long-term food storage. Discover how to thrive while living off the grid. Experts will share their secrets of safe and simple water purification, herbal remedies, aquaponics, organic food solutions, portable solar power, wilderness survival, and more. Visit PrepperFestExpo.com and come on out on Saturday, October 25th and Sunday, October 26th to the Prepper Fest Expo at Westworld of Scottsdale. Kids will enjoy the small animals in our petting zoo. Discover how permaculture and ham radio will enhance your self-reliance. Learn how to do it yourself. Prepare for the unexpected or just save money. Plan to attend Prepper Fest Expo Saturday and Sunday, October 25th and 26th. Visit us at Facebook forward slash Prepper Fest Expo or follow us on Twitter at Prepper Fest. Prepping, it's not for doomsday, it's for every day. For information and tickets, visit PrepperFestExpo.com. What will you do when your stored supplies run out? Are you prepared? Hostel Hair provides equipment and education you need to control your own infinite food supply. We have live food storage systems, rabbits, quail, and other urban livestock for any situation and strategy. Don't be limited by what's on the shelves. Get started with an infinite food source today. Get prepped. Stay fed with Hostel Hair. Call 480-331-3761, 480-331-3761, or visit HostelHair.com. 
Hybrid Light offers solar-powered flashlights with lithium battery backup to brighten your nights. Our lights recharge from any light source, indoor or out, and once fully charged, they will hold a charge for three years, giving you eight hours of usable light between charges. Hybrid Lights are extremely durable and waterproof. They even float. They make a great prepper gift and will be the last flashlight you'll ever need. Visit us at HybridLight.com or come see this amazing flashlight for yourself at PrepperFest Expo at Westworld of Scottsdale, October 25th and 26th. Don't touch that dial. Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Welcome back to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX with your host, Tony Tangalos. Today, Tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Okay, Preppers, so we have a new guest on now. His name is Jonathan Payton, and he's a former Arizona State Senator uh, from 2004 to 2010. He also served before that in the House of Representatives in the Arizona State Legislature. And he is a man with a mission, and his mission is to educate the Arizona public to vote for Prop 122. Jonathan, welcome to the Prepper Patch, and tell our listeners uh, what Prop 122 is and why they should vote for it. Well, thanks so much for having me on the show. I, I'm really excited to talk to people about this ballot measure. It's very important to me. It, what it does is it basically, we, we know that the federal government passes a lot of laws um, every year, and many of those laws would hurt Arizona. And while we may have to obey the laws, the state of Arizona doesn't have to pay for them. And the federal government, sort of the dirty secret, is that most of the laws that they pass, like Obamacare and other things, they cannot really implement them without the support of the individual states. Prop 122 gives the state of Arizona the ability to simply opt out when either the legislature or the people decide that a, a law might not be in the best interest of Arizona. It doesn't mean we're overturning the law, but it does mean that we're not going to be using our resources, our tax dollars, or our personnel to enforce it. Well, that's fantastic. And I know one of the ways they slipped Obamacare through was they, they dangled a lot of money in front of uh, Jan Brewer to uh, uh, accept the mandate of Obamacare for the state of Arizona under the guise of getting all this money, which they're only going to be giving us for a little while, and then they're going to be withdrawing it, and then we're going to have all these increased costs ad nauseum. Um, it's kind of a bait and switch sort of a system yeah, is what yeah. they do. Absolutely. Yeah, so Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it. It, it <laughs> is. Um, they'd like to use incentives um, to try to get states to um, give up some of their freedom, and um, that's that's kind of what the Obama administration has been doing all along. And is this constitutional, by the way? Is it? Is it? Is it uh, does our constitution allow the states to do this type of uh, action? You know, it, it, it's a great question. The, some years ago, in 1999, a county sheriff was told, you cannot, um, you have to do background checks um, uh, for gun purchases in your county as per the Brady Crime Bill, which was passed back in 1999. And this county sheriff said, I'm not going to do that. And um, a lot of people laughed at him. They thought he was, he was going to lose. And, in fact, he was taken to court. In federal court, he lost, and he also lost at the Ninth Circuit. But when Sheriff Richard Mack went to the U.S. Supreme Court, he was his his decision was upheld by that court. And Justice Scalia said, in his opinion, that the federal government cannot commandeer the resources or the or the personnel of a of an elected a locally elected official 
for its own purposes. And that decision and subsequent decisions make uh, Prop 122 absolutely possible and, and constitutional. It, we have to obey the law, but we don't have to pay for it. And the federal government um, may like us to pay for it, but it can't force us to do it um, under the Constitution or as has been decided by the U.S. Supreme Court. Is this, does this just relate to federal laws, or is it, is it a little broader than that, what 122 is going to cover? 122 has the ability to cover any federal action. So if you have uh, an action, we already know about laws like Obamacare that have been passed. That's certainly covered in Prop 122. But it also covers things like executive orders. You've heard a lot about the president passing these executive orders in Congress or, or without the, the approval of Congress. It covers that. It covers agency rules. So if the EPA or some other agency decides on its own it's going to um, have a new rule or administrative code, it covers that as well. Any federal action, anything that the federal government does is covered by this. And that's what makes it so powerful and, and so exciting for our state because it gives us the ability to opt out of those things that may be very harmful to Arizona. Or not well, this, is, this is exciting. So I, I think our, uh, some of our preppers' ears are going to be really buzzing with this one. So to, to clarify this, if, uh, if Obama, if there's some major black swan event, which for those that aren't familiar with that, it would be like a major disaster like a Hurricane Katrina or a 9-11, and Obama signs an executive order that says, uh, I'm imposing martial law at the federal level upon all the states in the country, does this mean that if Prop 122 passes, Obama cannot direct that the state of Arizona uses our National Guard troops to enforce that martial law that he would impose upon us as a president well, any, of the United States? It, it, I would say that it would go to the extent of, I mean, they can certainly federalize those National Guard troops, which is a, a slightly different issue. But as, okay. far as, as far as directing the state of Arizona to use its own resources, in the scenario that you, can't, you just gave, they, they would certainly be paying for it out of their own federal pockets. But if it's, if it's state of Arizona resources that they're using, that's a completely different um, issue. And let me give you a good example, since you just brought up this, this idea of a black swan event. When the, the federal government passed the Patriot Act, one of the things that came out of that is that they certainly used um, individuals, um, individual law enforcement agencies to help with um, detaining people, with um, um, a warrantless wiretaps, et cetera. Madison, Wisconsin, passed an ordinance that said that their local uh, law enforcement would not cooperate with any action under the Patriot Act that did not guarantee someone's full civil rights. And they were, they were able to opt out. Prop 122 gives our own state the same ability. We have the ability to simply say no. And this isn't a conservative thing. It's not a liberal thing. It's, a, um, it's an Arizona thing. It, it gives us the control over what happens within our own state, at least with our own tax dollars. So going back to that scenario of a black swan event and the federal government wanting to use Arizona resources to impose martial law, are you saying that um, if uh, I, I, clearly if they want to use Arizona resources, they're going to have to pay the state for those resources? But does this does this 122 give the state the option to basically tell the feds go flip off, buzz off? We don't want to impose absolutely impose your martial law in our state or our county, and you, We're you not can go basically you. piss off. We're not going to we're not going to assist you in taking away 
civil rights of our citizens. It can absolutely do that, and I think that's incredibly important. Well, um, it's incredibly powerful, and that's incredibly exciting. And I want to point out that you're going to be speaking at our Constitutional County Project's Freedom Fest Rally Sunday evening, uh, I'm sorry, Saturday evening, halfway between Prepper Fest Expo, which is October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. Now, the Expo costs 10 bucks to get in. I'd obviously, you know, I'd like to make it free for everybody, but these things cost me over 100 grand to put on, and I have to charge a little bit of money to help pay some of the costs of the event. But in the evening, we have a Constitutional County Project's Freedom Fest Rally, which is going to feature Sheriff Richard Mack as one of the speakers, Sam Payne, one of the founders of the Constitutional County Project. You're going to be speaking there. We've, we're flying in Rachel Linden, the GMO-free Arizona activist. We'll be speaking there about how our bodies have a constitutional right to our body's constitution. As the digestive tract is often called constitution, how that digestive tract has a right to being liberated from the GMO uh, tyranny of uh, Monsanto. And we got Jordan Page coming out there, nationally known constitutional rights uh, uh, musician. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, Jonathan, we're really excited that you're really championing this thing, and I, uh, I, I would be, I would be uh, shocked to see any ads against it. Uh, we've got about a minute and a half left. Uh, share, share with our listeners uh, some of the people you might believe that would actually be opposed to this to this uh, action. You know, I think that, to be honest with you, Tony, I think there's possible, and we're probably going to get some opposition from the Sierra Club on the one hand, um, because I think they, they're not really into freedom or, or um, self-determination. Um, we also might get some, some resistance from the establishment, the traditional establishment out there as well. But I think people really are gravitating more and more to freedom and self-reliance, which is why the movement you're a part of is so powerful. And I think that's why we're going to win. Well, well said. I like that. Gravitating towards freedom. And, you know, it's, a, it's not a liberal or conservative thing. It's not a Republican or Democrat thing. And that's what makes Prepper Fest Expo so much fun. We've got Ernie Hancock, Ernie Hancock, who I philosophically disagree on several levels as far as his idea of governance being anarchy, um, is being an effective way to govern a society. It's never worked anywhere. But uh, despite our differences, and, you know, he thinks our current form of government is not much better, um, we both agree that, hey, whatever it is, the, the, the government needs to get off our back and let us be what we want to be and do what we want to do and not tell us how to live our lives. So that's what's so exciting. That brings the left, the right, the anarchists, the libertarians. It brings us all together. Well, Jonathan, we'll have you right back, and we'll be talking more about Prop 122 and also some of the other propositions like 303 and 304. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Prepper Patch on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Please stay with us as we will continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Increase your family's comfort, boost your home resale, and improve your loved one's fire safety with solid concrete construction from ICF Specialist. For home or business, insulated concrete form construction will also lower utility bills and reduce indoor pollutants. Get educated about insulated concrete form construction at ICFSpecialist.com. Visit us at Prepper Fest Expo October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. For more information, go to PrepperFestExpo.com. 
A good knife is a critical tool for your survival. At Lee'sCutlery.com, we specialize in new and pre-owned custom production vintage and military knives. Buying and selling and trading knives since 1998, Lee is only happy when you are. That's why Lee'sCutlery.com offers free domestic shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit us at PrepperFest Expo October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. For more information, go to PrepperFestExpo.com. Do you have what your family needs in case of a medical emergency? MedPax USA offers 18 different medical kits or packs and over 100 individual items to meet your medical emergency needs. Whether you need a boo-boo kit for life's normal accidents or for a life-threatening situation with only minutes to live, MedPax USA has what you can't live without. Call MedPax USA at 855-855-5060. That's 855-855-5060. Or go to MedPaxUSA.com. For your outdoor and preparedness needs, visit tactical-survival-llc.com. Whether your interest is hiking, hunting, camping, or self-reliance, we have the products to fit your needs. Water purification, freeze-dried foods, non-GMO seeds, survival bags, archery, edged weapons, camping gear, first aid, and a variety of survival gear. We welcome custom orders. Contact tactical-survival-llc.com today. 602-575-7916. That's 602-575-7916. Visit us online at 1100kfnx.com. Welcome back to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100KFNX with your host, Tony Tangalos. Today, Tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Okay, we got Jonathan... Peyton on the phone uh, with uh, Prop 122 talking about how uh, we can pass this proposition. We can prevent the federal government from using our state resources, personnel, money to impose their federalist agenda on us. Um, Jonathan, let's get back into some of these uh, details here because we're going to run out of time really quickly. Um, one of the big concerns uh, that I know people have about this prop is if we thumb our noses at the government like Brewer did of Obama when he got off the airplane, um, can they, can the federal government threaten to take away our highway money as punishment for us thumbing our noses at them? That's a great question. We I get that a lot, and and you know the 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 Obamacare decision, the Sebelius decision, was a horrible decision by the Supreme Court in many ways. But there was one positive thing that happened in that decision, and that was if you remember, they were originally going to really punish people, punish states if they didn't adopt Medicaid expansion, and they had a uh, poison pill kind of provision in there. The Supreme Court said you cannot do that. You cannot hold, like, highway money hostage or something like that against the state. You cannot take a, a punitive action against the state for for exercising its own rights. So that actually prevents them from doing this to us. Now, what they do, and you saw this with Arizona, they instead of using the stick, they use the carrot, and sometimes – they take the carrot back at a certain point, but they cannot use a stick against us. They cannot punish us for exercising our, our right not to enforce one of their laws. We need to get the word out there on that because people may be in doubt of that, may vote against this thing or not vote for it because of their fear of that. So we want to let them know. Obviously, the federal highway money is important, and we, we, we can't build enough highways fast enough to, to keep ahead of the um, gridlock that, we're, that we have, although it's, it's gotten a lot better since I moved here 30 years ago. It's still a lot of times in the day when it's, it's pretty tough out there. So we want to keep that highway money coming. And uh, this thing, 
So what about Obamacare? I mean, I know most of the people I hang in with just would really love to see that go away. All the doctors I talk to think it's an, uh, an abomination. Um, what, what, what's the impact uh, that Prop 122 would have on Obamacare? It's a huge, it's a huge impact. I mean, we just talked about Medicaid expansion, certainly, but there's other provisions of Obamacare that the only way to really fully implement it is through the assistance of the individual states. And I'll give you some examples. Um, the federal government really wants to get rid of self-insurance. And a lot of these people who were the architects of Obamacare realize late that they failed to get rid of self-insurance um, entirely. And so they need to use state departments of insurance in order to get that provision passed. They have to get a, our own state department of insurance to prevent people from being self-insured, which is a major loophole of Obamacare. Um, this could stop this Department of Insurance from doing that. Another thing is, you heard about the state exchanges. And our state is elected not to do a state exchange at this point, but this would prevent um, the state of Arizona from doing, from using a, um, Obamacare to set up a state exchange. We could do our own exchange if we wanted to, but we, we wouldn't do it in concert with Obamacare. So it really does make fair, it very difficult to fully implement some of the worst parts of Obamacare in the state of Arizona if we, if we pass this. So if we get, you know, if either uh, Duval or Ducey gets into office uh, and they want to uh, uh, turn the page on Obamacare and this 122 passes, is, is there theoretically a possibility that Arizona could reverse the decision Brewer made to accept Obamacare, or is it too hard well, absolutely. to Absolutely. I mean, it's, that's, and that's, that's a decision that we could make as a state. Um, the legislature and the governor could make it. The people could do it at the ballot box. You could literally, and I think this is something your listeners need to understand, why it's so powerful. You have always sent members of Congress or people from your communities to, to Congress, and many times they fail to do what you want them to do. But you've never had the opportunity to directly vote on one of these federal laws about what you really think about it. This gives you the ability to sit down um, at your desk with your early ballot, maybe, or in the, at the polling booth, and actually vote whether you want to support Obamacare or not support it. It gives you that ability to withhold or restrict funding for Obamacare or some of these other federal laws that have hurt our state so terribly. It gives we the people the power. Imagine that. Just like our founding fathers framed in the Constitution. We the people. And the founding fathers, I get this a lot from people who think that checks and balances is only about the legislative, judicial, and executive branches. But it's all <clears> between <throat> the federal government and the individual states as well. Yeah. And, and it's about we the people checking and balancing some of the overreach of the federal government, government tyranny that's just been... Uh, widely, widely obvious to everybody that's uh, in the you know conservative constitutional rights movement. Well, Jonathan, we only have a few minutes left. Let's touch on some of the other. Uh, we've, we've hit some of the really key points on this thing. So to review, one one twenty two is telling the feds to buzz off. They can't make us the state use state resources or money to achieve their agenda, and this will impact uh, could potentially impact Obamacare. It could also impact any executive orders for a martial law where they can't be using our resources without reimbursing us for us, and we could even tell them that they're not allowed to use them. Let's talk a little bit about Prop 303, the uh, right-to-try uh, uh, prop. Uh, share, share with us a brief thumbnail of what that is and what you recommend people do with that. Prop 303 was also, Prop 122 was written by the Goldwater Institute, and so is Prop 303. And what it does is that if you have a terminal illness like cancer 
or um, or something that that will that will imminently result in your death. Prop uh, 303 gives you the ability to try medication that may not have gone through the full FDA process. It says that if at least has gone through stage one of that process, that you have the right to try it if you have a terminal illness. And it's a it's very simple, cut and dried kind of a thing. Um, people say, won't this end up with a maybe a lawsuit with the federal government? It might, but I think it's something that we're going to win as a state. And I think that it's very powerful. You don't have the time on your side to wait for um, the, the the FDA process to approve some of these drugs. And meanwhile, people in Europe and other countries have access to them. This gives you the right to try them yourself. I think it's a very important thing, and it's also something that's very important for states' rights as well. Absolutely, and that's, that's pretty cut and dried. I mean, I think, again, it's, it's all about freedom. It's about having the freedom to make decisions. If someone's life's on the line, it's not like there's a lot of risk left in, in trying something experimental. They're already going to die anyway. Uh, why not give them a shot at uh, life by trying something experimental that may actually, may actually save their life or maybe even Absolutely. provide them some comfort, some comfort while they're uh, you know, facing the end of their life. Well, share with our listeners Prop, Prop 304. I know this is, I, I remember this being on the ballot <clears throat> since I moved to Arizona, you know, decades ago about the uh, salary of our legislators. Share with our listeners Prop 304 and some of your own experiences being in the legislature, what you think might be fair for us to do with that. Well, <clears throat> currently uh, state lawmakers make $24,000 or $24,000 a year. You see this every election cycle. It's the ballot measure that raises that's from the Commission on Salary Increases. They, they think they're asking to um, raise it to $35,000. Um, the, the, my opinion about it is I think there's four different kinds of people who serve in the legislature. There are the people who are independently wealthy, and they really don't need the money necessarily because they have enough of their own. There are people who are on a pension, and they're sort of in the same category. They're able to, to live off their pension, and this is really part of their retirement plan. The third group are people, I was in this category, this is sort of like the, the top ramen, um, you know, time of their lives when they're really, you really have to, to scrimp and save to, to make ends meet. And in the fourth category, those are the people that this is probably the most money they're ever going to make in their entire lives, that 24000 And those are the ones I think that we should really worry about because a lot of those folks look at this as a money-making operation, and they're very, very... Um, susceptible to lobbyists and special interest groups to try to help them um, make more money. And I think that's a big concern uh, to me and I think to your listeners. I don't think that it's, it isn't going to break the bank to raise it to 35000 I doubt that it's going to happen, um, that it will be passed because it hasn't in the past, but I do think it's something that, that um, you, you, it is a 60-hour-a-week-plus um, job that, that, that if, you, if you're doing it right and you really are looking out for your constituents, it's a lot of work, especially for those. How many months of the year is the legislature actively uh, in session and working? Is it uh, out of 12 months? How many, how many months? Well, I was, because I was there when Napolitano was, was governor, and they were routinely six-month assignments. But the thing is, is even when you're not in session, you're, you're working with constituents constantly and right. you're going different meetings and events to, to talk to them and and help them, you know, trying to usually it was trying to get them um, get the, the, the state government off their backs. That's what I spent a lot of my time doing. So if well, you're doing well, the job right, it's, it's a lot of work. 
I'll, I'll uh, encourage our listeners as we're going to close to think about it. As you said, the less we pay them from the government, the more they got their hand out to the lobbyists. And, and how does that serve us in the end if they're uh, uh, taking, you know, handouts from the lobbyists and, and then having to, to give their influence on, on behalf of that lobbyist for the handout they receive? Well, we're Absolutely. just about out of time, Jonathan. We'll look forward to seeing you two weeks at Prepper Fest Expo, October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. Thank you. All right, we'll see you soon. Next week's guest is going to be Sam Payne of the Constitutional County Project and an exciting alliance called Prepper Fest Shows. We're going to be doing three more shows next year for a total of five. Listening to the Prepper Patch with Tony Tangalos. Join us next Sunday at 2 p.m. to discover more steps you can take to become more self reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. This is Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. Attention all shooters, Shots Ranch, Arizona's premier shooting facility, is now offering Rifle Mountain full-range memberships just east of Kingman off the I-40. Shots Ranch offers 35 ranges for pistol, shotgun, and precision rifle. Shoot over 2,200 meters from our Sniper Hill. 1,300 privately owned acres at over 5,000 feet offers stunning views and mild weather. And at day's end, tell your shooting stories at our Shooter's Rest Lodge. Training is available, and we offer overnight RV parking. Call 602-539-4929 or visit www.shotsranch.com today podcasts of the prepper patch radio show are available 24 7 for free at preparednessradio.com simply go to the show's tab and click on the prepper patch for recent podcasts of the prepper patch radio show go to the apple itunes store or podbean.com and search prepper patch radio like and share us on facebook at facebook.com